Hey, this your boy Laws from the other side of sports with BOK Sports 980 just reminding you to go download our app. All you got to do is go to your app store and type in parentheses, the other side of sports. You get to listen to our content whenever you want. He's lying. He's lying. Dog, I'm not lying. On Mother's Mode, you can get our app at the app store on your mobile device right now. So when you're on your commute or whenever, you can rock with us. Now, on our show. You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. You're now tuned into the other side, the other side of sports. I'm your host, Laws. We got D. It's look like, you know what I'm saying? We like Mike Larry and, uh, you know, and uh, Martin Lawrence and the, and the Bad Boys Joe, we done t- t- took it back. What was what was his partner's name in the Joe? It was Mike uh, Lowry, and, and uh, then it was uh, Marcus, Marcus, Mar- yeah. Yeah, 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 Marcus, dog, Mike Lowry, and Marcus, dog. That's right, you already know. <laughs> That's how we roll, rock, rocking out right now. Jeff going to join us a little later. Uh, we got NBA talk. We got a little bit of yeah. draft talk, NFL, all that stuff. Um, of course, we got our questions. The question of the day, it starts out. It says, after I got engaged in December, I immediately asked four, five of my close friends to be in a wedding, and they all accepted. <clears throat> One of those friends was a former roommate until I moved out of our apartment a year and a half ago due to a pregnancy. I did her a favor by letting her keep our cable bill in her name yeah. for one more year since she couldn't come up with the $300 deposit to switch it over to her name. Plus, I was pregnant and I had other things to worry about and didn't have time to continue going back and forth with her on the topic. She and her new roommate ran up the cable bill to $900 before it was suspended. I was livid and I told her so. She promised to handle it. Four months later, I asked her to be a bridesmaid only after she assured me that she was handling the cable bill and could afford to be in my wedding. Now I've come to find out six months after that service has been suspended that not a dime was put towards the account. Can't do it. And so now I'm taking my own money to pay it off to keep it keep any more damage or charges being added to my account in my name. Am I wrong for firing her as a bridesmaid for this? The wedding is almost exactly a year away, but I just feel like it needs to be done. What what should I do? Don't ask me a dumb question. You know what I answer to. <laughs> so what? That was a... Yeah. She had like an ultimatum joint, like you could be a bridesmaid as long as you pay this bill. <laughs> like yeah, that, that bill, that bill Clinton, that Joe hurt her, hit them pockets. But yo, first of all, I, I have to say this: she she messed up. It's your fault. It's Big not time. your friend's fault. It's your fault. You need to take accountability and responsibility for you making a bad decision. You need to go on your Bible, read Proverbs, get you some wisdom because young, you're not supposed That's to. Right. You already know. Put stuff like keep stuff in your name that belongs to somebody else. That's just, yeah, that's foolish. I'm not rocking, Mo. Why would you do? Why would you let her keep? Cause she could. The fact that she couldn't fit the three hundred dollar deposit. First of all, if you gotta pay a three hundred three hundred dollar right deposit for know. cable, that's, that's right there, you know Trouble. your cable Joe is suspect to begin with. I do with. not have the money. Okay, that's that's, that's suspect. In the begin with. You got cable issues all bring, and now 
Hey, you you trying to be a friend and hooker? You you gave you gave her the cable bill. You brought you 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 let her have that. Then you after you find out that she couldn't pay the pay the bill, you give her the little you know ultimatum like basically you need to pay this cable bill, and then at the same time yeah, cut off. It's you can it's contingent. Basically, your payment on this bill is your your ability to be in my wedding. Sounds a little suspect to me. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely her fault all day. I mean, come on. That's just common sense. Never, ever, ever. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's your mama. I don't care if it's your daddy. I don't care if it's your sister. I don't care who it is. Never put a bill in someone else's name. Can't do it. In your name and expecting them to pay for it. Because it never ends well. Because it never when it, when ends well. Yeah, because when it's not theirs in their name, then the responsibility is like, man, if I don't pay this young, it's all good. Because in the back of your mind, subconsciously, it's not going to hurt that person. It is more about them than it is about the team. I cannot play with them. They can just do what cannot they want. It's not going to hurt their credit. It's not, it's not money coming out of their pocket if they don't pay. It doesn't really hurt them at all. There's no consequences. Maybe the friendship or, you know, a family member but at the end of the day that person obviously doesn't care if they're gonna do that anyway so yeah you messed up on that yeah, one big time and it's good you took Yo, out the wedding do it now because it's gonna be awkward a year from now so just get it out just get it out the way first yeah, of all you gonna want you want the thing is it, in those situations where people owe you bread it's like they can't even do nothing like if they go to McDonald's and, and get an extra extra nugget, you be like, "What's my money?" Like, what you gonna be like? Yeah, you gonna look at everything with this group. Like, hold on, you, you, you got ten extra cents for some sauce, but you can't, you can't, you can't uh, pay pay that bill. You owe that bill, Clinton. That's what yeah. I was about to say. Because look, if you can't be in the wedding, that means you can't buy the dress, you can't buy the you can't, shoe, you can't get first your first of all, you can't, all you that. can't do none of that. You can't do none of that at the, at the wedding if you can't uh, 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 pay that. Bill Clinton. Yeah, I mean that's tough, man. That's a that's a lot of money, man. Like I for and for some cable that you had to come out the pocket. <laughs> all the movies, like, all the yeah, movies. she had a premium TV package, cinema. dog. She like, had a good cinema. Like yeah, she lost goodness, she man. lost two boxes. She lost two cable boxes or something. Like <laughs> that you watch that yeah, nah, 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 I mean, I'm just I mean, like usually I feel like I'm be I'm like you know, neutral. I try to be, but then I try to always get the best advice, the honest advice. I'm, I'm kind of on her side, young I, man. Yeah, get her out of here, dog. Like you, di- you disrespected <laughs> me that much. Like right. and you told me you got it, and you just meanwhile the months just keep passing by. Like, why? I don't even want to look at her. Why would I want to on my the best day? of my life what was right. supposed to be the happiest day of my life like I'm standing and I'm looking and then I gotta deal with her like leading up to the wedding as a bridesmaid right. knowing all that what goes into a wedding nah all, I don't that, got yeah, all that bad yeah, energy yeah. it's too yeah, much yeah, yeah, nah. on, on yeah, top of that you know what I would've did I'd be like young look alright to be in my wedding it's like y'all put deposit down for 100 for the dress <laughs> You didn't hit it with the payment. The payment. She had the payments, dog. 
But the thing is, on the backside, though, she'd have been been like asking people, like, did she have to pay payment? (laughs) Yeah, she definitely would. Did you have bridal payments? I'd be like, young. If if it's her closest friends, I'd be like, young, y'all better lie for me, young. Y'all better lie. But but even if they told the truth, like, y'all think she would be able to look herself in the mirror and be like, nah, I have been job BSing on paying that 900 phone bill. I mean, she don't care, young. She don't care. You don't think she would would have that, like, it's hard, it's hard to be strutting. It's hard to be strutting with your chest out when you know you owe somebody big bread. Like it Some just people you don't ain't care, gonna, Some people, don't, some people care. don't care. But young, like if I owe Bama nine hundred though, dog, walking I'm, around, it's like because you already I know someone that owe you nine hundred. Like man, they tripping. You supposed to be friends. You shipping over nine hundred dollars. Like, they are gonna take yeah. it like that. Nah, what? Yeah. Over the record, dog. Yeah, you might have. Yeah. Yeah. If Bama say it's only nine hundred, like good. yeah, you might have to break. I'm a, yeah, first of all, though, I'm going to need for me to be a multimillionaire, which I know is so many ignorant people <laughs> that would say that when when Bama's ain't nowhere near close to that. You know what I'm saying? 900? Like, 900, nah, you do a lot with nine hundred, though. You do a lot with yeah, like you. She ain't even like trying to uh make like no sh- no payments or nothing. You yeah, would have like, like she yeah. would be like, here go even if it was something slight, like here go fifty, here go another fifty, here go sixty, forty, like whatever you could like to yeah. just be paying paying. But like she ain't even going that route. It's like I don't care. Damn, no, she she definitely don't care, dog. I'm I'm telling you, look, man, you want some wisdom? Throw the Bible got it, young. Don't agree to guarantee another person's debt or put up security for someone else. If you can't pay it, even your bed will be snatched from under you. <laughs> Yo, she set herself back, young child, help this youngin' out. When she couldn't pay the deposit, that was an indicator that she ain't got no bread. Come on, man. Yeah, nah, that 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 reading was like perfect, like you know, like out out of the Bible, dog. Like, and the thing is, like, whether sometimes though people just need common sense, right? So you could apply that that exact saying, which is wonderful, or you could just it's something as simple as you know, you you don't loan out any more than you can afford to lose, <laughs> oh and my God. and that's the same as putting your money. You know what I'm saying? Like oh if you if that God. joint is gonna be a blow and it's and obviously she's been able to function, but she can't just be like, you know what, like I got it. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's on her mind. Yeah, so yeah, that wasn't the right move. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't the right move, move dog. It wasn't the right move. Uh, on to some sports. We got the NBA playoffs. But before we get into NBA playoffs, dog, Caps, these Bamas pushed the game seven. I know I'm about to jinx it. Look, I'm telling everybody right now. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow night, right? Tomorrow night, they play, they, play, they play game seven. Tomorrow night, they play game seven. I'm going, I'm, I'm going live, dog. I'm going live tomorrow, you know? We're going to be live. I'm going live, Bama's get to it. I'm going live. Bama's tune in to the IG. We following the game. I'm kirking. I'm screaming. I'm yelling. I'm throwing confetti in the air. It's, it, I mean... We gonna see if it's a different team. Shout out to my man Kev. Shout out to Ben and those best. They be talking all this hockey nonsense. We gonna see if they're a different team tomorrow. We gonna see because in recent history we know the Cavs going to Game Seven and they lay an egg, dog. That's what they do. That's right. You already know. That's what they do. So yeah, we we gonna see. I, we gonna see. I can't. I can't say that like I'm like super confident and I, I don't. That yeah nah, 
history, man, as, can, as we all know, can at times be the best indicator of the future. <laughs> so, and I'm. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, I don't. I don't feel too comfortable about it, though. I, I definitely don't feel too comfortable about it. Can't do it. But uh, we're gonna see. We're gonna watch. I mean, of course, we're gonna we're gonna be tuned in. And if they do it, young, I will. I will get up yeah, on great. here. Great. And we will. We will. We will praise them, dog. We'll, we'll give them props. You know, we'll lift them in the sky. It'll be the first time they've been in the in the championship in twenty plus years. So maybe even longer than that. So you know, if they get there. By all means, but if these Bamas lose it, the slander will ensue. <laughs> so just be ready. Uh Yo, Pierre, wanna- on NBA playoffs, the Cavs and the Celtics series is tied. Uh I th- I, I don't want to say I told y'all so, but you know, I knew this was gonna happen though. I knew that, you know, Celtics would, would get the lead. People was talking, oh, the Celtics is a different team. They, I don't think they can handle And now, all of a sudden, the, the, the tide has turned. Now, you know, there's, there's people out there that, that think that, you know, the, the home games and, and they don't see the Cavaliers winning a game in, in, in the Celtics arena in Boston. But I think at this point, anything can happen. To be honest, uh, you know it's a it's a good series. It's a close. Uh, you you want to speak on it, Jeff D? What, what's your thoughts on this series? Has the has the tide turned? Um, my thing is like Boston. They they still not where they need to be as far as their approach and their focus on the road. And you know people like say don't use uh, age as an excuse, but I mean that's just a fact. They're both young teams, though, Jeff. They no, both got the young players. No, the, the the experience of the Cavs is is head and shoulders above the experience of the Celtics. It's it's not even close. And but when the when the Cavs was losing, though, they was talking like the Cavs got yeah. a young team and oh, what, what is that then? Yeah. Celtics were at home in those first two games where they were undefeated in the playoffs. They haven't lost at home. They play really well at home. I don't know what it is. And I, and I feel like in the NBA playoffs on a whole, in the last, like, few years, I, forget, I, f- I feel like whoever has the home court or whoever's at home in that game, it's usually a blowout. It's never, like, a closed yeah. game typically at home for either. I don't care if it's East or West. It's usually mm-hmm. a blowout. I don't know what's changed, but that's just how the NBA has gone the last few years. And, you know, with them going to Cleveland and they're not playing well on the road, it, it's not unexpected, you know, to see what happened the last two games. I don't know, man. They they have to, to me, they need to win this next game because then the, the Cleveland has all the momentum and they'll close out in Cleveland without a doubt in my mind. So they have to win this game in Boston, in my opinion, to have a chance to either take it to a game, to take it to a game seven. I don't think they're going to beat Cleveland in Cleveland in game six mm-hmm. if they were to win the next game. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I want to just say this. I want to clarify some things real quick since we we got that we got the opportunity and the time. A lot of y'all hear me say Stern's orders and 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 y'all hear me blurt that out, but y'all don't really know what it means and why do I say Stern's orders is in play a lot of times? Uh, just just to, just to tell y'all what it is, I, you know. I know Stern's is uh, I know David Stern is not the commissioner and all like that. That's fine. 
what I'm saying is that there's an agenda beyond just the, the play on the floor, that this is a business, number one, and that LeBron James, and I've said it before, but LeBron James oh is God, the league's man. best-selling asset. And so I think if I own the NBA, it would be advantageous for me to allow him or put him in the forefront or the biggest the biggest places in order to be seen, in order to draw attention. Uh, when you look at the Cavs, you look at LeBron James and what he embodies, there's a storyline behind it. And I just personally don't see those same storylines playing out behind the Celtics. And, you know, people say, well, the referees can't do this and the referees can't do that. Like, if, 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 if a referee or, you know, and we know that this is fact, you can look it up, sports betting, whatever. When it, when it comes to the playoff time, there's a smaller amount of referees that are refereeing the games. Okay, then you have a lead ref, which which serves as like a supervisor over the refs, the ref and crew that that you have, and that lead ref is basically the supervisor. So a lot of times you'll see a call being made. If it's a question, they'll go to the lead ref, and then he'll make the definitive say like notice a charge or whatever, whatever, and that's how calls go because the refs are going to defer to whoever their supervisor is on the floor. These referees have been in the league for 20 plus, these these main refs have been in the league for 25, 30 plus years. So, you know, they they can have an agenda. They can, if they if they choose to. I'm not saying that they do every time, but I'm saying if they choose to. He's an idiot. Don't listen to, he's an idiot. They All can right, that's what we sway got to say about that. decisions that are made within the course of the game. Then on top of that, just to, just for clarity, if I want to, let's say my my desire is to have the home team win or have a player, you know, LeBron James win in a certain setting. Once they get a 10-point lead, once they get a double-digit lead and the momentum is kind of in their favor, I don't, as a referee, I don't have to keep making bogus calls or calls that, like, after calls. Like, I can step back and just call it straight down the middle at that point once the team has kind of taken dominance in the game. You know what I'm saying? But... In this last game, and I'm not saying it's all Stern's orders, but there was a lot of questionable calls. A lot of questionable calls. The Marcus Morris, when he shot a three-point, and 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 uh, Kevin Love kind of chipped his leg. Yes, man. It's, this is ridiculous, man. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here because it's getting ridiculous. And they called an yeah. offensive foul on that jump. That I was Come like, on, dog. I was like, what is? And and the fact is that they had a t they had a moment to look at the play to 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 make a clear decision on the show, and it, and you see the plays that precede that. So Kevin Love ends up filing out, and what do they do to offset that? They file out Marcus Morris. Come right, they give him five fouls. They didn't file him out. They give him five fouls and put them both in foul trouble to kind of like wash it out. You know what I'm saying? You'll see in these games, it's little things that the league can do. I just, you know, people be yelling at me like, yo, you be making this stuff up. I'm like, dog, it's business. Your entertainment is secondary to what the league cares about at the, at the most. And at the end of the day, if you're a business owner, you own the league, who do you want in the finals? You already know. Who do you, who can you sell? Who, who the investors want in the finals? If I'm an investor into the league, who do I want in the finals? Do I want the Celtics, the Boston Celtics? Nah, or do I want the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the possibility of LeBron James winning another championship, which goes into, you know, a, a, a longer storyline. I just think that it, it's bigger than just basketball. And I'm not saying people like, oh, you conspiracy theorist. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. He lying. He's lying. He 
lying. I'm looking at it from a business aspect, just flat out like that. So, you know, somebody now, of course, with that said, people gonna question, what about the Golden State? You know, Rock, it's a different, I think it's a different situation with the Golden State Warriors and the the Rockets. I think that the star power on both the teams are matched up. And I think that you have a storyline that's playable at, at the championship level with either team. You know what I'm saying? You have Golden State and you have the possibility of a dynasty, that storyline. And then you have the storyline of the Rockets, you know, James Harden get over the hump, Chris Paul, all his legacy. You know, people talking about he might be the best point guard in the league. Get that foolish inside of here, dog. It's like 10 other Bama's better than him. But what? if he gets to the championship, that's a storyline that you can push. About, With the Celtics, Hold on, 10 without Kyrie. Better point guards than Chris Paul? I, I think there are. I mean, that's a stretch. Maybe not 10, but I mean, you look at Oscar Robinson, you looking at, uh, I got Isaiah Thomas, I got. Oh, you're uh, talking all time. You're talking all time. Okay. I'm talking all time, though. Not not in the league. Nah, not right now, all but right. I'm talking about all time. But they, but people making that argument, uh, people making that argument that he might be the best. Like, where's this coming from? You know how people sensationalize stuff. I'm I'm the culprit number one for sensationalizing, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I still don't know if it's ten, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Okay, like, five. It, it could be. It could be definitely five point. Historically, five point guards better than than them. Because I put, I, I definitely would put Stockton uh, ahead of him. I mean, Stockton got fifteen thousand assists. Chris Paul yeah, got and he went seven. to back to back finals. He lost to Jordan. Yeah. Who didn't lose to Jordan? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, so, I get that. Yeah. 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 So I mean, there's guys that's ahead of him, but you know that's a storyline that will get played up at the, if they make it into the finals, and you you got that. But the Celtics without Kyrie in there, without Gordon Hayward, I just feel like it lacks storyline power. Like it lacks. It. I mean, you can say the the underdogs and the and the and the, and the you know uh, like you could play that underdog and try to drive that narrative, um, but I just don't know if it has people watching. I mean, of course, the real basketball heads will watch. Boston Celtics fans will watch. Um, you know, but like the casual fans, the people who just watch basketball for name recognition, I just think you lose them if the Celtics do are able to get past the cast. I don't think they will, but if they were, yes, no. Is it is it any I'm- sensibility to those 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 statements or is it just so far fetched out there that I'm just on an island. Nah, like, I mean, I still believe that the Celtics, um, you know, can win the series. Um, I, I wasn't going to be surprised if 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 uh, Cleveland uh, won, though. I mean, like, I said, though, that it wasn't going to be as easy as, you know, people were making it out to be. Like, people still... Um, like when you heard people talk like that, it was going to be easy. Like this series might go seven. Like LeBron might have to beat him in seven. But yes, this game five, which is a swing game, it is huge. Like so, it it, it wouldn't matter if it was on Cleveland's uh, court or uh, you know the Celtics court. Uh, it it was game fives are huge. Obviously, when the series are tied two two, so. Yes, and it would be in their best interest to win this game because they haven't proven to be able to win but once on the road. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they need to take care of business and keep yeah. that uh, undefeated home record intact. 
plus two yeah, just to they, add they to anything to to push LeBron. And I get it. He is the face of the NBA. Um, but it's getting to a point where there's gonna have to be a transition. And and not right. to mention no. Boston is in a huge market for sports, period. So if they were to go, because they're in a huge market, it would still get a lot of viewership because it's the Celtics. Now, if it was like another team like, I don't know, OKC going to the finals, then yeah, maybe that wouldn't be as big. What do you think would happen? Don't lie. Don't um, lie. Or like, I can't say the Raptors because they got pretty much all of Canada, but... um. But Boston is a big, in, in, in terms of sports, they're a huge market for mm-hmm. sports and everything. So if they were to win the series, it wouldn't be like, oh, I'm not going to watch it because Boston's in there. Plus, they're like the Cinderella team right now. Without Kyrie, without, without um, who was the guy that got hurt the first game of the Hayward. year? Gordon yeah, Hayward. Game with Hayward. So, I mean, without, without their two superstars, and they, if they were to make the finals, that would be like the Cinderella story. Almost like the it would uh, be a Cinderella story going against the uh, the Patriots in the Super Bowl. You yeah. know what I'm trying to say? That type of thing. So they could definitely spin it. Um, but you know, again, if if LeBron were to go, then they can continue to push the train of is he the greatest of all time? Go type of thing. Yada yada yada. Yo, so. and that and to me that that that's yeah. the that's the selling ticket. That's the ticket, though, because you know we'll come back next year and be having the same discussion all over again. You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as they can, as long as they can milk that narrative, they're gonna milk that narrative, dog, until there ain't no more milk left. You know, <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? They, you looking at you looking at the revenue that LeBron James and his name alone brings to the to the league as a whole, the commercials, the all all the press, everything. Like the other the other game. They would the Bama's loss, and it was just praising him for his recall over the over the plays in the game. Like, who does that? Oh, this dude can, can do no wrong. Basically, you, you know, he, he's praised me? if he's cooking, he's he's criticized oh, heavily, like no other player. And for, like the league looking at it, saying like, how many more years of this cash cow do we have? You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's even more incentive for them to like, well, look, we got to drive the narrative. Like, at least if we can get them into the finals, is you know, we can have this talk, greatest ever. You know, that's all they talking about on ESPN and first take and undisputed. That's all they talk. They're not talking about the Celtics for real, for real. They Or what, what's great of a team. They talking about LeBron James. Win or lose. But if he's getting yeah. taken out of the equation, if he's out of the equation in the finals, then... It's not the same. You can't talk about it the same way. I mean, maybe for yeah, a day I mean, or two. they're not gonna be they're not gonna be talking about him doing like that's where it, it's gonna in terms of the frequency in which yeah. they talk about him. If if they get ousted in this round, yeah, because they're gonna be talking about Golden State now. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, get, that's what where we believe. You know, we believe yeah, that Golden State's gonna win that series. Yeah, so they have shifted. To Golden State winning three and four years out of the dying, that'll be the talk until you know the free agency stuff, and then Bron gonna be back, you know. In but the but, new but, but, but I but I tell I tell you this though, this is the kicker: if they if the league orders get Bron James into the into the finals, and then league orders say we're gonna give him a game or two or get him to where it looks like they have a chance to beat the Golden State. Nah, dog. Dog, the world is going to be on fire. You know how many num- how much how many numbers that would do? If if LeBron James gets a win or two 
against Golden State early in the series to shock the world, and then they start talking about how him winning hell? or beating. Listen, how, I'm not how, saying how it is possible, though. Look, dog, when you got that, when you, you got know they're gonna be down 0 2 again. Nah, you know they're gonna be down 0 2 again because Golden State ain't lost their home. Like, and hey, they look, just set look. the record. But, but I'm telling you, man, fight. that joke gonna be like that movie 300 when he the Bama threw the spear and hit the hit the hit the uh the little Greek god Bama in the eye and he drew blood. I'm telling you, it's gonna go bananas. It will go banana. The excitement and the and the and the possibility around that. You know how many oh intrigued gosh, people man. will be watching that? Come on, man. I'm telling you, league orders can do a lot of stuff. Dog, if they can call offensive foul on a Bama shooting a three-pointer three-point shot, then they can get LeBron James two W's. I'm trying to tell <laughs> Oh, man. So, go to State. All right. Since we're talking about going to State, they play the Rockets. What's up with that? 40-point stop out, mud hole? That's right. You already know. They put on sketches yeah. in mud hole, the Rockets, dog. Oh, they didn't even put on tennis. Why you doing that? Yeah, the Rockets, they can't, no, they ain't playing no defense, dog. Like, none whatsoever. James Harden with 20 right. points. Did he? Did he? Did he lay? Did he give up? Was that? Was that the James Harden we, we I mean, know? And duh, like the thing is, if you're not fouling Harden and that Jay not going, he he be extraordinary. And then usually the game can can out of hand, especially against a team like Golden State. I mean, they everybody knows that Curry is like he make he make it really go. Like so when he's on, like it's a whole different ball game, and so. Like when he's knocking down threes in that place, like the energy in there is crazy. And so, if you come out and you're not playing defense and you you don't got it going, like you'll get blown out in a hurry. And so, like the Rockets came out with no intensity, as if it was all good, as if they split in Golden nah, State. Nah. Like nah, like y'all still got teams here. So I, I don't know. And Harden, I mean, he hasn't. Like, if you look at the playoffs compared to how he was in the regular season, outside of the game ones, I mean, he's just been okay. And that's really get it done. That's true. Like, you need him hooping every game as well as CP3 hooping every game to even give your team a chance against him. And that hasn't been taking place. So let me ask you all this then. If they were, if they were to lose the series, which I believe they're going to lose the series, and if they do... At what point do we say Harden is a playoff choke artist? No! Like, is is this more on Harden or Chris Paul? Because I, I just feel like Harden has a history of not coming up when he, when he needs to in the playoffs. Where I've seen Chris Paul when he was with the Hornets, with David West and, and, and Eric Gordon, and they were and they were they were doing their thing in, in, in Charlotte, yeah. and, and he showed that. But I don't I don't see that. And with, he, with even, he even had some. She- yeah, I mean, like, I, it hasn't really been there with Harden. Definitely not with Harden. I mean, CP3 has had more than just them years in Orange. He has some joints in LA. If you look oh, at sure. analytics, they say, yeah, he's a top all-time player in the playoffs. That's what the analytics say. But, you know, yeah, like you said, Harden on the other hand, Harden hasn't been, you know, typically the same player in the playoffs that he's been yeah, in the regular I'm- season. It's just not. Yeah, like it's it's not it's not there. And 
um, you know, I don't know. Is it, I mean, he's still relatively young in his career, but yeah, it's going to be a question that he's going to have to keep answering until until he wins. Yeah, I, I think they got a tough task to get over to go to state, and I don't think they do it. And I and, and I think you know James Harden to me, he's one of those guys when things are going his way, when the momentum is in his favor, I feel like he plays better. I just think when you're asking him to overcome a lot of things, he's prone to give up. Like he's prone to just like take his foot off the gas or stop trying. Um, I mean, you know, he's been he's been good and like you said, Jeff, in game and game ones, you know, or or when he's been at home and uh, you know, like things have just it, been kind of hasn't been dominant been, like he wasn't a regular season though. It wasn't that dominance in this series. You know what I'm trying to say? Like he wasn't a regular season regular season. Well well, I think it's a little harder to be as dominant in a reg I mean in the playoffs than it is in a regular season because you know the level the stakes are raised. You know, typically mm-hmm. in the playoffs, the, the the calls are a lot more loose. Like they're not calling right. every little little bump and, and and shove. Right. And the most important factor uh, that you didn't mention, Harold, is the familiarity with the team you're playing. It's no more like you was just in that city. Now you're in this city, and you know, by like you're playing the same team potentially over the course of two weeks if it went seven. And so, or a week, whatever, whatever they got it mapped out to these days. But, and so, like, that team has scouted extensively, and you got to flat out beat them. It is no, they coming off a back to back, or they, you know what I'm saying? Or so they're tired, like, nah, like, y'all both out there, you know their tendencies, they know yours. And so, you flat out got to execute, yeah, you got to hit shots, you got to play defense. Yeah, that's yeah. the hard part. Yeah. And so, and so, yeah, and so that's why it's, you know, it, it seemingly for him, and especially when he was by himself, like it's always like he would run out of gas or he would mentally freeze up or like they they going that hard, they going yeah, that they hard. Do, and I mean, I know, I, yeah, 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 they, they they were going, they were they've been going at Curry all series, and he stepped up, he played better, um, even defensively last game. But then of course, you know, when them shots get going. Like, it, it, it still makes, you know, yeah, it's a wrap. It, it, it ignites everybody, including, obviously, his own team. And so their defense picks up. He is he get them his uh, hands up in the in the passing lane for the steals. So, I mean, I'm going to just ask y'all this, though. Houston right now, like, even before tonight's game, like, they have to win. Being in total down 2-1, three out of four games against Golden State. Do they have to end them with, with KD and Steph? Not even mentioning Clay and uh and Draymond. Do they have enough to beat Golden State three out of four games? No. I don't no. think it's gonna happen. Unless 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 Clay Thompson get the flu, Draymond break <laughs> his ankle. Like that's you gotta yeah, take two of those guys away mm-hmm. out of the question, like out of the equation. And and frankly, the way Equal Dollar's playing, like that might not even be enough. So I I just don't see them being able to overcome the, what, what Golden State presents as, as you know, uh, a threat to them. It's just too many obstacles and, and hurdles they have to overcome, you know, and it's on the backs and shoulders of James Harden and, and Chris Paul. And so both of them have to show up. And Chris Paul, you know, he a little injury prone, you know, two games ago, he was, you know, limping and stubborn. Of course, they gave him the quarters on, I'm sure. 
But, you know, if he if he can be in it, you know, you need Eric Gordon to play. The game that they won, they had, you know, P.J. Tucker was frying and cooking. Like, these dudes, you can't. It's, it's, a, it's a bad model to have. Yeah, you need all these dudes just to play, like, out of their minds in order for you to have have a chance. <laughs> Golden State, Golden State had Bama's play regular. Like, Steph Curry was the only one who really kind of, like, played up. Everybody else played regular, and these Bama's smashed you by 40 points. So, I, yeah. it's, just, it's, it's uneven, though. It's uneven. I, oh, I don't know man. what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, uh, June 21st, the NBA draft, they had a, the lottery last week. Um, you know, they uh, the Suns end up getting the first pick. Um, and, of course, like, you know how the draft goes. You got the sorry teams um, basically picking one through ten. Uh, a lot of people talk about Luka Doncic, uh, who, who's playing in the Euro League. Uh, and I watched the game tape on him. I watched a little a couple highlights or whatever. Uh, you know, he has swag, you know, as he's playing, but it's really hard to gauge how good a player is playing in the Euro League against the NBA. And I guess that's always where the, the questions really arise, like, you know, surround those Euro players coming in. I, I just don't know, dog. I'm not sold on him being that nice. And for one, for one, like, I don't even think you have to go into it super deep because I'm sure we're going to do a show on it. And I, I say that merely for yeah. the fact that I'm sure you haven't watched enough film either to really kind of give, like, you might say something now, and then in between the point in time when we do the show on it, you watched all this film, and then you're going to have to retract that statement. So I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you don't have to go too ham either way on your thoughts. Like, you probably just ain't seen enough. Yeah, maybe not, though. Maybe not. And maybe I just need to see enough, like, more, more, more tape. I mean, I seen him in the Bama, from what I saw, it looked like he was cooking in the Euro jump. Like, I mean, highlights is kind of, yeah. like, misguiding because when yeah. you see a Bama cross a Bama up, step back three, it's like, come on. Then you look at the stat line for the year, Bama only averaged 16 points and, like, five or six. Like, so, to me, where the highlights make him look like he frying. Look, I mean, you got to take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, and, and I'm saying, think about, you know, in, in college, like, Bama still don't really put up monster numbers, and you they project don't. that out to, obviously, when they get to the NBA, it changes completely. So, like, with the numbers that he's doing, like, there, like, and he, like, he just won literally every award, like, over there. Like, MVP, I think they won the championship. And that yeah. that is the second best league in the world behind the NBA so um, you know just, you just like I said you gotta take cause I, I know that I need to watch uh, you know and I'm sure you're gonna get to him like uh, more on Aiton you know I need to watch more on him before I can I want winners um, you know give give my analysis on how I feel he projects so you know it's just it's, it's one of those things like I think I think Doncic shows like talent he shows flashes but I'm gonna obviously watch watch more film and you know game tape on him, and I think I need need to watch more on Aiden or whatever. Like I watch obviously a lot of Bagley because I'm a Duke fan, as y'all know. Um, yeah. And a lot of people talk about Porter is really official yeah, before the injury. You know, he was he the got, number yeah, one. He got yeah. injured. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. They talk, I, yeah. I, I mean, 
and some of this, like, I mean, it's always a guessing game, you know, to try to say, like, oh, this guy, this game translate. You really don't know. I mean, does he look league ready from just what you see, like, in a little bit of footage? Like, yeah, he has a, a, a developed, a, a game that you can develop, um, you know, but it, it's just a lot of question marks, dog. I, I think once we actually, you know, have the draft on the 21st, we'll come back and we'll, we'll analyze the picks and, and really give like our synopsis on, you know, I'm gonna tell the winners you, and losers. But I'm going to tell you who I don't really like. And it's only because I watched the tournament. And I know you would think of the opposite by watching the tournament. But I don't like Trey Young coming into what? NBA, man. You don't? Bro, what you are know. you talking about, man? The, I'm going to tell you, you why I don't like him. He can shoot. Now, he can shoot, he can shoot really well. But this is why I don't like him. He's small. He's light. He's slight. And he's not athletic. So he's not like someone that can at least jump. He can't. He's not quick. He's not fast. But you neither was Steph Curry, though. What you say? Yeah, I was gonna say. He don't have the handles like Steph. Steph, is Steph overly is athletic. He's not. Steph, Steph is not. But Steph had handles. See, see, Steph uses his handles to get him. I mean, over he spots. would. It, and plus, Steph is bigger yeah, than, he, than Trey Young, though. Trey Young I mean, is. He is bigger, but he. But Steph is a lot bigger just in general now, Pauls, than when he first got in the league. Like, I mean, he's been in the league for now for a while. So, you know, you got that weight training professional for the pros that you, you know, have in college. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't think, I think that you you kind of jump in the gun. But but Trey yeah. Young, Shadow was not even coming in his, like a fraction of what Steph was coming into the league. Not even close. In my opinion, like he doesn't yeah, really but, have a good handle. But it's still, but it ain't like Thomas is just taking the ball from him either. Yeah, either. Like for me, like when I watch him, like a lot of it is just like the careless passes and plays, and and which Steph still does a lot of now. So like he'll make like when a, it's just like a, a pass. It's like why are you making that pass? But it's not like like people oh, are just no, stealing the ball from Trey Young. And he can get any shot he wants, and he can shoot from thirty five feet. He could shoot. I give him that. The boy could shoot really well. I, I mean, I can't take that away from him, but I just feel like that's he's, he's really one-dimensional in my opinion. Like, he's going to be a good shooter in the league, but he's not going to be a guy, like, he's going to be worth going in the top 10, like a lottery pick guy. Like, that's all yes. I'm saying. Yes. I don't know if he's worth a lottery pick. I think I think he is, though. I, I, I mean, I, uh, I, I, I want to... That gets cuffed every night. We want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh... uh... <laughs> Orders of football. Uh, Browns is on hard knocks. Y'all, y'all watching this though? Hard knocks. Uh, I'm, oh, you, I'm definitely gonna watch it. But this is people talk about the Madden cover jinx. Oh boy, oh boy. Hard knocks got a jinx too. Trust and believe. <laughs> what? There's a reason why. Who was last year team? Uh, was it the Bucks? The Bucks. The yeah, Bucks it was here? the Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and they Bucks. trash. Trash. And the year before they had promise. Yeah. I'm just saying, you never see the really good teams the on Texans. Hawkeye. The Texans were before that, I think. Trash that year. Yeah. yeah. Trying to tell you, don't go on hard now. And I, the I, Jets was on that gym one oh, year. Yeah. Trash. They were little old Texans weren't trash. Their quarterback ended up being trash. Because remember, they, that's the joke where if 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 uh. If Osweiler played like anything, they could have beat Tom in the playoffs. You know? That's perfect. like that was one of where Tom Brady's worst games that I didn't see him play in the yeah, playoffs in a long was, that time. That really well. That yeah. yeah, yeah. So they actually that was like the one time in recent years where the team yeah. actually wasn't 
I just hope it doesn't happen for the Browns. I want to see the Browns succeed. They did a lot in the offseason. They had a great offseason. A lot of wheeling and dealing and trading and all that stuff. And I just hope that uh, this doesn't uh, come back. To I think them. this I think this puts a uh, as on momentum for the fans, too. Like, they got Baker. Yeah, it does. And, you know, they got, you know, Gordon. Everything is on the up and up seemingly with him. They got, they bought him talent. And then you throw hard knocks. Like, I think for the fan excitement, like, the Jones is brilliant. Now they just yeah. got to, they just got to uh, bring it to the field. Yes, they do. You all see. I, I'm excited to see what they do with it. You know, I, I mean, I definitely want to see. I want they got a rookie quarterback, they got right. you know young talent, they got you know uh, a lot of promise around surrounding the team. But just can it can it translate to W's? Um, is is the question? Uh, speaking of W's, Ruben Foster, dog, his ex girlfriend testified mm-hmm. that she lied, yeah. made it all up, extorted the brother. What penalty should she pay for doing that? That's the problem I have is that when they when these false accusations comes out, it derails a person's career as as an athlete. It's really hard for you to come back, especially the black athlete, because then you even if you're proven innocent or it came out that it was false, it's really no coming back from that because it's almost like you're still tainted with that accusation. And I just, you know, you know why I think his situation could be different. He was just drafted, and he was drafted with a very high pick. He was so, like, they're not gonna, you know, and that's why the 49ers, you know, they wanted to wait to see and let it all play out. And if he ball out on the field, he's gonna be fine. Yeah, he, he got to walk the straight and narrow, dog. He can't take no books from the library without a <laughs> library card. Nothing, dog. Just stay straight and narrow. <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself. Don't go out, dog, and just just chill, cause you know they yeah he he's definitely a target. I feel like um you want to talk about that trade, you know nah, and, uh, the great Christian Hackenberg, the, the Jets traded him to the to the uh, Oakland Raiders for a seventh round for a pick. Seventh. You a bum? Wow! <laughs> and basically, what's basically, they traded that bama for nothing. Yeah, pretty much. That's like a, <laughs> like a seventh round is like the kicker. Uh, you know, you know, you pick the guy in the seventh round. It's like ah, he may or may not make the the roster, but uh, they chose him in the second round that year when they drafted him. What two years yeah. ago? Yeah, that's that's crazy. He was in the second round, and then you gave him away for a seventh round pick. You know what's funny though? I'm gonna tell you what's, what's that. What Gruden said two years ago about Hackenberg. This is his quote. This means with ESPN as an analyst. An- analyst, he said that uh, Christian Hackenberg. I'll be shocked if he doesn't no! go in the first round. No! This guy would be traded traded for a sock. For some deodorant, dog. They trade that battle for a stick of deodorant. Yeah. They ain't get nothing for this dude. Man. Is Gruden going to yeah. ruin the Raiders, man, and his success? I, I just have a bad feeling about. How he's gonna run that team? I yeah, think. I think Groove Groove is gonna ruin the Raiders, though. I, I really think it's it's just a matter of time. Cause I I think he been out of the game too long. Nothing. He gonna try to come back in there with a number two pencil and had a clipboard and be writing on that jump all strong and, and using the eraser on the back of the, the pencil and trying to the jump. Nah, Bob, you gotta. I mean, no, I mean it's really to- um. It- 
it's really going to boil uh, down to Derek Otto, like how he's able to coach him and get through to him. Because if he can do that, then they're going to be fine. But if he can't do that, if, like, you know, we still see the inconsistent play in Carr, and then, of course, yeah, it's not going to really be a good look. I think they go 6-10 and 10 this year, though. I think they go 6-10. and 10. But the thing is, they got them for the next 10 years, so it ain't going to... Yeah, it ain't gonna matter though. He in there for a decade. I mean, <laughs> ten years is yeah. a long they time. They gave him that, that fatty wop, dog. Uh, so <laughs> today, t- today with the uh, NFL, they voted to adopt and revamp the kickoff for 2018. So I guess you're not allowed to run on the kickoffs any longer. So when the balls like you have to be stationary, until, until I, I don't like what. It, it's just it, it's a it's a kickoff rule, dog. They changed this. Says players in the kicking team cannot line up more than one yard from the point of the kickoff. The previous rule allowed players to line up five yards from the restraining line, typically thirty-five yard line, allowing them to have more of a running start before the kick. The wedge block has been eliminated. Wait, that was the, that, that was that already yeah. been eliminated already. Um, but I guess hold so, on, hold on. What doing. until the ball is touched or hits the ground, no player on a receiving team may cross the restraining line, which is the 45 yard line, or initiate a block. This forces blockers on a receiving team to run back and block, which greatly decreases the chance of an attack block that can result in a high speed collision. Yeah. When the ball hits the, t- hits the end zone, immediately it's a touchback, roll the touchback. There's no need for a player to down the ball in the end zone to initiate a touchback. Okay. They try to eliminate any kind of contact. Yeah, so so there'll still be contact. You're just not going to have a running start. You're not going to run 20 yards at a 4-4 speed, you know what I'm saying, trying to punish somebody on the line side. That's what they pretty much eliminated. So you you just got to sit there. And, and just when the ball's kicked and the person gets it, that's when you can pretty much run and, and try to tackle that person. I don't know why they just don't make the jump flag or something. What? Or just that, just for the kickoff. Just put flags on the bottom for the man? kickoff or something. Cause nah, that'd be whack. Man, they <laughs> trying to do that anyway. <laughs> they trying to do it anyway. I mean... They getting ready to jump. Um, uh, Kaepernick collusion case, more details that basically the narrative that it was it was football related why he wasn't and didn't have a job is a false narrative which we all knew that's no news um that that teams were looking at him as a starting quarterback which is you know which we knew obvious so just further alluding to the fact that the reason he was not in football was for non-football related issues uh one being him kneeling or, or um, for the national anthem, uh, so I. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I just so supposedly they're they're the, the league is discussing a rule for a fifteen yard penalty for kneeling during the anthem because they're just, they're going to be discussing this anthem thing uh, and then you know coming up that's oh, yeah, the next thing they're about to tackle. Big, so it's a big deal. I think to me, I feel like this is a big a big case for Kaepernick. His collusion case. Because I think, you know, 
I, I don't think people really know like the, the the magnitude of this collusion case. I feel like it's one of those things that will either submit the door shut for these athletes or crack the door open um, for these athletes because, you know, we know that they colluded. We know that they 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 said it. The thing is them proving it. Right. Because I feel like if he can if he can prove it and show, then it, to me, I feel like it's a it's a thousand other cases that are the same that may not even be involved in protesting necessarily, but where the league have like banded together to like bar certain players from you know playing on its playing football. Yeah. And right now they have the ability and capacity to do it, no, you know, without yeah. any repercussion. Eric Reed's in the same in the same boat. Same yeah. boat. Same boat. Young guy, talented guy, but he doesn't have a job either. Not even getting a tryout. I mean, to not even get tryouts, that's the part that still just baffles me. Not even an opportunity to even try out for a team. And you have shown that you've played in the league, and there's plenty of guys that don't play at that level and they're and they're playing. So it's definitely a thing against the anthem. It's, you can't say it's against skill and talent. And and they, and they made it clear that they rather not have, like not add talent to their team, or you know, for the betterment of winning, in order to sustain the uh, you know just the bigotry that they they want to uphold or the values that that the league itself wants to uphold. And you know, I think that Kaepernick's collusion case and that bringing things to light and him winning it will be a strong pushback against that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I just think if he if he loses this case, then it'll just become even more prevalent, like how they, you know, the league does it. And we know that the league does it, not just for cases like Kaepernick, but for any cases where they just want to get a guy out. But it's just crazy. Bamas can get caught on, you know, drugs, smoking weed, you know, out here doing all types of stuff, uh, domestic violence, everything, and get opportunities. But as soon as you stand up for something, you know, that's a worth of note, you can't get a job. Yeah, it's definitely unfortunate. Definitely unfortunate. Um, Tannehill back playing. Uh, did y'all y'all hear the the Browns offer the 30, 35th pick down for Nick Foles? Yeah? yeah, and they turned it down. The Eagles said no, no. And that's smart because yeah. Carson Wentz injury. You don't know what he's gonna be coming back off a knee injury like that. I mean, as we go back in the training camp, I think that's a narrative that's gonna start to spring up. People gonna start to hear more and more. Like that, that Carson Wentz, that Nick Foles jump is gonna become more of more of a of a storyline, though. Because when you win a Super Bowl, especially in a town like Philly, dog, you walking on water. Like they going and bring and bring them their first Super Bowl, right, bruh? Like it just you. It's a like he going into Philly cheesesteak places and they just giving them free meals and all types. Like it's just a different, I yeah, it's just different. And 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 Carson Wentz, unfortunately, you know he doesn't have that. So at the first sign of regression, the first sign of like him not performing well, people are going to have a hissy fit, a hissy fit. 
Yeah, so we're gonna I, we're gonna we're gonna see, man. I, I I mean, I kind of agree with you on that. It's it is gonna be more of a story if he's not performing well or if he's hurt again. They're gonna quickly want Nick Foles to be in the game, without or a, if they're losing. But it, it had to be like bad. Like they had to be getting. It has to be like a continuous string of losses. It, is, it wouldn't be like one or game or maybe a, a second game. Because as long as he's playing well and he showed that he was like in the running for MVP last year before he got hurt. I just can't see them turning that fast. Unless he's just playing, he's just thinking to join up. He had if you Carson game. Wentz, if you Carson Wentz, right, and you feeling that pressure, would it would it would it be uh, wise to just sit back and say, you know what, coach, like I'm not ready yet. You know, I'm still trying to get ready, but I think you should go ahead and start Nick Foles because Nick, to me, I don't feel like Nick Foles is the real deal for real. But he, like, I just think he just. I just feel like he struck gold, like, you know what I'm saying? And just found his stride. But I don't think that he's that guy, though. What, I mean, like a franchise quarterback guy? Yeah. But look, though, you, you got to look at how where he has been successful, and that's in that Andy Reid offense. And that's where Peterson comes from in Kansas City. So he knows the strengths and how to use, you know, folds to his strengths. The one year where he stunk it up is when he was with uh, Jeff Fisher, who was the best offensive mind in the game, and, you know, cannot win with him, cannot coach with him, can't do it <laughs> I mean, ever. <laughs> so I mean, it's a reason why he didn't play well in that in that particular instance. But when he played in that particular system, he played well. I, I thought he played well with Philly when Andy Reid was there in Philadelphia. So I mean, I don't see why he wouldn't play, continue to play well. He may not play at the level he did in the in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl, but I think he's still a good quarterback. It's not a lot of good if, quarterbacks in the league. If you're the, if you're the coach, is it a, is it a, are you is it a question on your behalf on who you go with? No, not a question at all. Not the way Wentz played, you know, before he got hurt, before he went down last year. Unless he is like really just playing like some trash ass. There's no way that I wouldn't think he's my starter. He's young. You just so what? Him. So what if training camp starts? Nick Foles, he's playing great. Like, like he's just coming off the Super Bowl looking like he back right back in the saddle. And Carson Wentz looks like he's he's like getting back still. Do you go with Nick Foles or do you give Wentz just the opportunity? To- I'm going Wentz. Because like training camp, I mean, as great as that is, you, you already know who your starting quarterback is unless... You're in a situation where you have you brought in multiple guys to compete for that job. But you typically teams know who their starting quarterback is going to be. You know what I'm saying? Unless that quarterback just plays just really, really bad. I mean, even Dallas, when Dak started, it's only because Romo got hurt that he got the opportunity, even though he played well in the, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it wasn't enough to super, you know, to upseat your starter. It just... You just don't do that to your starter, and and so I don't I don't see that happening, unless he just gets hurt again, he, he, or he's playing. Obviously, he's playing hurt, and then you're like, all right, you're playing hurt, you're hurting the team, you got to sit you down, that type of thing. But I don't see that happening. Yeah. Plus, when they have Nick Foles for one more season, oh. if I'm not mistaken. Hey, can I real quick? Let me bring something up real quick before we get off this joint. How uh, Serena Williams is being disrespected right now. I, I just what? This is just. 
complete and why people why people is disrespecting Serena? Which well, this is the thing. So you already know she gets a lot of hate in tennis and women's tennis. She gets a lot of hate um, for being how successful she is and a black woman being that successful. People would say like arguably she's probably the best tennis player, whether you're male or female, like all time. This is her dominance. Ever. Of, yes. You know, for so long, it's just ridiculous. I mean, this woman won the Australian Grand, Grand, um, Grand Slam while she was pregnant. The Australian Open, while she was pregnant. She was pregnant and won the joint. And then she goes on maternity leave and comes back. And they got her the 454th seed ranking in, the, in, in, in tennis. She was number one and went to 454. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Boy, that's crazy. <laughs> How? How does that happen? There's only one. There's only one explanation for that. Open up your heart and let that hate out. It's just I don't know, man. It's just you got to talk about how. How does somebody that's ranked number one wins a champion, wins an open, wins a grand, a grand slam before they leave, come back the following year, and then they're being put all the way down to 454. So you know what that means now. So when she plays in this, in the. Uh, in this next tournament that's coming up because she's ranked 454 because she's ranked Mm -hmm. so low she's gonna have to play tougher competition because it's just like in the you know in the NBA how you have like the first seed play the eighth seed because you want to see that first seed be successful and go to the chip so this is the same thing if you're ranked 454 you're gonna play the, the better seeds at the top so that road for her to even when this trip again is going to be very difficult. I mean, they're making this thing. This is obviously something against her for whatever reason. And we kind of know why that is, but it's just like, come on, guys. Really? 454? Uh, and and then, then on top of that, you know, they're doing a, uh, the testing, like the drug testing. She being tested all the t- twice a week oh, and stuff. Yeah. And she gladly does it, but like, young, they're not testing everybody like that, though. Because she's dominating at a level... It's like they don't understand how she's doing this. Probably like how? Dog, why? Dog, four fifty-four. Four fifty-four. When she won? Come on, dog. Number one in the world to four fifty-four. That don't even make sense. Maybe twenty. Maybe rank twenty. I get that. But four fifty-four. <laughs> dog, like you, you can find Bama's at Dakota Baron right now. That's <laughs> ranked higher than that. Like. <laughs> We can go to Walker Mill Park and tennis course and find somebody ranked higher than 454. <laughs> that, this is just disrespectful, though. It's disrespectful. I, I don't, I mean, we know why it is. Uh, it, it's unfortunate. Like, this joint is really like, it makes me angry, mad, sad, like all of that wrapped up in one. But I know that despite her ranking, she's still going to mudhole in all of her competition. Nobody's going to see anybody who's who plays her, like she's whooping the top 10 Batman. So anybody that she's having to go up against is just going to get mudhole. She's that good. She's yeah. that good. But it's but it's, it's cold disrespect that she even has to like prove herself over and over again. That's the biggest difference. That's something that I think people, when we talk about like prejudice and racism and stuff, that they don't know that the difference is that like, you know, and it, and it, and slowly hopefully over time this will be changing but like you know as as a black african-american you're always having to do that much more to prove why you belong in different 
different places in different arenas. You know, even though, you know, your credentials may be the same as, as, as your white counterpart, you're always having to do more to, to show and prove why you belong when that expectation is not put on other people. Didn't, uh, what's her name, have a kid too? Um, oh, yeah. Sharapova? She did have a child. Did she come back ranked 454? Nah, but I don't I, think her I don't think her rank tumbled like this. And, and I, I, I'd be curious to know. I wonder if she was taking drug tests twice a week as well. That's what I want to know. I, I just is that is that standard? See, I'm not familiar with how tennis does their drug testing, so I don't I can't comment too much on that. But I'm just I'm just curious to what to what that is. I mean, twice a week to me is excessive for an athlete of any sport twice a week come on now <laughs> like twi- think about that though you're testing for drugs twice a week if you test on a Monday and they don't have drugs in the system you're gonna test again on Thursday and dr- like right I mean they're not looking for for marijuana they're looking for they're HGH looking for and, and performance yeah enhancement. performance enhancement drug so like if you if you take a performance enhancement drug and you take it on a Monday, or you take it on, like, it's not gonna leave you, like, I, I just don't know. It's ridiculous. It's obvious what's being done out here. It's on a nightly basis. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here, because it's getting but ridiculous. I know Serena just, because she has that, that infinite chip on her shoulder to just be the best at whatever she's doing, that, you know, once again, she'll make the, uh, you know, tennis look stupid all over again. And tennis is racist. I don't think people really realize how racist tennis... People talk about the NFL and like, oh, NFL is racist and blah, blah, blah. Like, look, man, it's racism in every sport. Let's Don't get it twisted. And tennis is is right there at the top with the rest of them. Golf up there too. You know, these country clubs that's, that's still, you know, trying to not allow for, for, for blacks to be a part of it. I mean... When you look, think about racism in sports, there's a lot of sports that's right there in front of in front of the the, uh, the NFL. We just it's just I guess because the, the NFL is just such, such a visible game to the world around it as a whole that it's you know uh, publicized more and people you know you can see with this Kaepernick issue and stuff like that. But yeah, tennis, golf, you know, I would say even in college sports and how they they keep the 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 money and how they funnel in the cash. I mean, those are all forms, different forms of racism and how, you know, an oppressive system and how it's set up to, to remain oppressive. So it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Uh, follow us at OSS980 on IG. Like I said, I'm going live tomorrow night with the caps. I hope, <laughs> I hope they... You're not going to go live. You're not going live. live but they better get their mind right because I'm going to be live and direct. You're going to fall asleep on that joint. Yeah, my eyes do get heavy after 9.30, so I hold no overtime. Overtime. I don't care what I'm going to bed. Time the game start. That's the thing. <laughs> come, come, come on at 8. 8. Oh, eight o'clock? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah I'm going to take me a five-hour energy, like a 7.45, so I can just at least make it. <laughs> make it make it through the second period. <laughs> the bad the bad thing for the Caps, they showed the stat. They said they're the worst team in Game Sevens in the playoffs in in, in the NHL right now. They're like four and twelve or something, like four and eleven in Game Sevens. 
So yeah, nah. they better not be. They better not be tomorrow night. I know that much. <laughs> better not be. Uh is man, we got a uh, shout out to Ben and those best. You know, they got the hockey. Uh shout out to kicking it with G Man. Shout out to oh Jeff, what, what was up with the uh, the, the fresh rose joint, man? My I, my apologies, I couldn't be there. How, how how did it go, man? You, I was the pop up. Yeah, it went good, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't complain. We did, we did pretty good. So you know, yeah. Hey, they still fresh went, rose. The next one will be coming soon. So you know, okay, we're gonna be okay. dropping them, having them throughout the summer. So dropping more okay. more product. You know what I'm saying? More dope stuff. Still, still got. You know, stuff, uh, you know, a few things left from the pop-up. They probably won't go online, so if you, okay. if you can Special get that. Special request only. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you can get that, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe no, you'll no. catch it at the next pop-up, so. Check out Fresh Rose on IG. Look them up. You know, if you if you even put in, in the OSS 980, you want some Fresh Rose, I will, I will make those connections. We'll, we'll get you some gear. All exclusive top of the line clothing you know um you know special blend it is it, it's, it's not that middle of the mall stuff you, know? you ain't gonna find this at macy's target it ain't like machine. Nah, ain't no ks yo <laughs> this is this is all premium blend dog premium blend uh so uh yeah, what was i was giving a shout out shout out to lance j uh radio shout out to uh, Vegas and Hip Hop Now. Shout out to Where's Buffy podcast. Shout out to Sports Talk Tasha. Shout out to, uh, I think, oh, my man Jeremy John and Sports Reality. Um, shout out to Hand Down, Man Down. Uh, and I think that is everybody. Give a shout out to, uh, oh, Oz and Boom. Shout out to Oz and Boom. Of course, go check them out. Check out the other podcasts. Um, and we out. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me! How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak! How does that do feel? That. How does that do feel? Do